Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. And in today's show, we're looking at coach travel and the luxury offering, how to identify a new opportunity in the travel sector and the technology adapting the experience. I'm joined by VP Marketing and PR, Florencia Cirigliano of Red Coach, a high-end affordable express motor coach. Now she took some inspiration from one country and applied it to another. Travel Market Life. Florencia, thank you ever so much for joining us today. I mean, it's been an incredible last couple of years, um, but you have learned from one country, brought it to another. How is the coach sector going for you there in Florida? Thank you very much for having me today on the show. It's a real pleasure to get to, you know, to share with you my experience and what's going on in the last couple of years after um, and the aftermath of COVID and what's been happening in the industry in the States. Uh, Red Coach is located in Florida and Texas. So we are in two markets that their policy has been very open to, to business and they weren't that uh, restrictive as other states like, such as California or New York. So it's been um, a little bit easier, I would say, than other places, and especially because Florida is very popular in tourism, and we have a thousand people moving to to the state every single day. So it's been uh, there's been a lot of tourism also coming in here, and that will help that help us to pick it up. But at the beginning, we lost like eighty percent of our. Uh, passengers so it, it wasn't like everything is that nice but we are getting there and we think that by the end of the summer we'll be back to the previous number pre-covid numbers which is exciting for the industry and everything in general and in terms of well i'm original from argentina i've been born and raised there and we when we came here and we saw an opportunity because um luxury travel it wasn't an option. Like the mindset about coach travel has to do with, you know, filthy and safe. The mindset of Americans is completely different than our mentality or the European. I mean, actually, Argentina has been all the transportation system was was built by in- English, um, England and UK. So we do have a lot of influence and European influence in general. And that's how we we manage our transportation. But here, it's, it's not that way, uh, especially in cities or as states as Florida or Texas or and most of the states here that are very spread out, the suburban areas. So it's not like maybe in the case of New York, yes, they do have poor authority or Boston or Washington, but here you have to create a market. And when we were talking about coach travel, people were looking at how you can mix it up together, luxury and coach, that doesn't go together at all. So it was a really, really hard uh, job to to get them to open, you know, be a little bit more open-minded and say, well, this is not your regular coach. This is not what you're used to. And when we were saying, okay, our coaches only have 27 seats, so you can recline like a first class in an airline. 
uh, it's almost all like a total bed. And they were like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Or, or so this is a smaller coach. No, it's the same coach. We just remove all the seed. We tailor made it. We brought the seed from Argentina because we couldn't find anything that we love and make it that comfortable here. And then um, the way we grew actually was word of mouth because people would recommend to someone uh, the service. And I remember back in the day, I would be on a bus, you know, traveling back and forth from Miami to Orlando. And I would have, I would hear, I would enjoy, I enjoy really a lot when, when I hear people on the phone trying to convince someone and explain you're on a bus. Like you can tell that someone else will say, what the hell are you doing on a bus? I mean, you always fly, you always drive. And they were trying to explain, you know, what was it about? And that was really good because they get very passionate and that's kind of like how we grew. So I must say that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been on coaches in South America and they are fantastic. And it is the way to travel. I mean, I prefer to travel. When I lived in Sao Paulo, I much preferred to travel by coach most of the time than flight, partly because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of security and the check-in, check-out part of it. Um, and that actually, I think it was only a, a couple of hours extra that a coach would take. But you could often get there at the most ideal time. And as you say, people just don't believe the fact that you have these different types of berths in a coach. You can actually get a business class, first class seat that you would do in an airline on a coach. And it is such a smooth way to travel. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you, you mentioned the fact that you actually had to go to Argentina and you bring the seats over. And, and that's still the case today, that a lot of that is being built in your home country. It is. It is. I mean, we couldn't find anything here that it's cushioned enough, comfortable enough. We want a little like a sofa kind of experience. You know, it's like very smooshy. In fact, the other time I was with... Um, someone from Spain and he, he, he started working in the company. So he was like, I got on the bus and he, he couldn't stop saying, I didn't, I thought it was going to be nice, but I didn't think it's going to be this comfortable. So someone from Europe that, you know, you kind of have some options still think that it was like way more than what he could expect it. And the other thing that it's important that you were saying in, in, in my home country, in Argentina, we don't have that many flights. We don't have a good railroad system. So as you said, people rely on bus travel. So you have to be, there's a lot of competition. You have to be very good. We, the company was doing that in Argentina when they brought the concept here. So it has 20 something years experience doing that service. So we, you know, we kind of know how to do it. And the thing is, it's important for people here to understand that it's something express, you know, because even if it's the most comfortable bus, you don't want to spend hundreds of hours there and stop in every little town, which is the concept that was here for many, many years. So it's like if you go to Miami airport and you have to go to Orlando, if you go, you have to go through TSA, uh, all the hassles, delays that typically airlines have because of weather or, or whatever reason, you spend Amount, kind of like the same amount of time would you would spend um, uh, going on a, on a plane because it's a one hour trip, but it's, you know, it's like the whole thing is could be three hours and a half or so if you're lucky. So, yeah, I think that that was another thing important. You know, you have to be comfortable, but you have to have a good schedule, but also direct routes. 
And that's one of the things that I realized because Argentina was also another place that I traveled around by coach. And um, it's the multi-destination trip that you want to do as well. You want to stop in these cities that may actually be four or five hours apart from one another. But if you know that there's a coach that's running from north to south, east to west, and you can just hop on one day, hop off the next um, and be able to go and visit different places, as you say, without having to carry so much luggage around all the time and, and go to different airports. It makes everything much smoother. What are the other trends that you're starting to see in coach travel? Um, because, I mean, that is particularly new. And, and why did you choose the luxury market? Well, when when we when we came here, the in our mind was this is something that wasn't here it was we were actually creating a niche market a new market we were redefining the way american thinks about bus travel actually you know it's like for them luxury and bus as i mentioned it it, it doesn't go together so um the luxury for us was here was the norm in argentina you know we have to put another name we have to give it a luxury but in Argentina is the way you travel. So it's just it was just about to start developing this market. And we never wanted to compete with another bus company because that's not the market that we were after. Our main competitor are the, the cars, people that drive. So we want to take as many people out of the roads and explain them that why you would be driving for four hours in a very, very boring route it's not a scenic at all you will be driving there instead of being like able to work um because we have the power outlets we have a lap tray we have the wi-fi you could be working you could be sleeping you could be watching netflix you know it's like instead of being stuck behind the wheel of a car and right now in terms of strengths i feel like there's a great opportunity for our market for coach travel and that's the same thing that happened back when we started in 2000. We, we launched 2010 and uh, around May. And by the end of the year, gas prices started going up like tremendously. It was like $2.50 and it ended up being like $3.08. So what happened is people started being a little more open-minded because they were more conscious about gas prices and rates and the the money that we're spending traveling so they wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't get out of the comfort of my car kind of mentality that they have. You know, there's nothing you can do to convince me to do that. But then it was a different kind of mindset. And in terms of also the other things that helped back then was the Uber. Uber started getting more popular. So here in Florida or Texas as well, the it's everything is spread out it's not like you are in the city and a taxi you know it wasn't like that it was a, ha a hassle to get a taxi so people were like okay i have this affordable option that i can use to get to my last mile which is i think really important in this kind of services and now it's happening again with gas prices raising like a 50 percent and then everything in the industry it's it's raising prices the hotel cost jumps like 30%. The airline fares rose 24%. Vehicle, um, you know, the vehicle rental cost jumped 14%. And our industry was the one that get the, the lease of the races. And um, also, it's still the cheapest way of transportation. So when people try to save, and the, the inflation is 8% now, which is something that in my country wouldn't be anything. It was like, okay, that's nothing. 
So, but here it's um, it's a lot. It's really impacting. And there was an article from the Wall Street Journal actually talking about how people are rethinking what are they going to do this summer because the inflation, gas prices, it's everything changing it. And obviously, a lot of people want to go out, out and about because a lot of people has postponed their trips that they had 2020, 2021. But now they're like, I'm, I'm not going to spend. I, I remember the Wall Street article has a, it says like a, um, a round trip from New Orleans to somewhere that wasn't like a two hour trip, $900. For that money, I can go to Europe, you know. So um, bus travel it's it's starting to be an option and i do think that there's a lot of game changers now uh as i said greyhound like it's the company that's been here for 100 years and it's how bus travel is known but now there are new players and the funny thing is like they're all foreigners all foreigners uh we had well first group back in the day were the ones that purchased um, Greyhound. Now it's been sold to Flixbus. We have Stagecoach with Megabus. Uh, us from Argentina. So, well, the Germans with, with Flixbus. So it's like we are spicing things up from the motorcoat industry in, in America, which is something very interesting to see. And that really tells you how not important that industry is here, right? It's like... We, oh, absolutely. I mean, we are seeing so many innovations in so many different spaces. Um, and as you say, like one uh, with sustainability being a prime concern and costs uh, and the fact that people still want to travel and they want to have a bit of um, a luxury experience in some way. They want to treat themselves that all of these types of travel are for the pipping. Um, you know, holiday rentals were seen as the cheap option. Now they're seen as the option. Um, hostels not so long ago were not seen as cool. And they're just as cool as as, as any other form of alternative uh, accommodation. Um, and, I mean, you've talked at length, you know, about the, the seats. And it sounds like there's a lot of um, in-seat technology uh, for your um, customers there. And what other technology is really making um, your your in industry and, and, and particularly a red coach work today. Um, how, how are you using technology across the business to really harness the opportunities that are going to come um, from, from in the coming years? This industry, since the very beginning, was a really old-fashioned industry, the way it's always been managed. Um, every time we try to get a new system, a new upgrade, it's like how you don't have this all integrated. I mean, and we were always the one asking for the upgrades. And we always look at the, for our, like for our mentality, we thought this is not enough because you have to have everything more integrated, more friendly for the customer. And so we, we were always um, developing and we, we have a booking engine provider and we're always given like improvements and upgrades because the industry is not asking for it. So if you don't have anybody challenging the technology companies or the technology they need, the standard softwares for motor coach industry is not going to improve because no one is asking for those improvements. But... Um, so I, I think that 
what we, we do, our strategy always was to look at the airlines because they're way ahead in the game in terms of technology and have to get the customers out there. So we were always looking up for them and what is the technology they use. Um, we recently changed our booking engine. We're going to launch like next week. It's from Estonia, the service. Like it's something that they use in Europe because we didn't like any options here in America. So we always have to outsource uh, different places because it's not there. However, with Flixbus coming in the market and other game changers, and in fact, there's a company now, their name is Swell, Swell um, SBWL, and they are from the Middle East, they are from Egypt. And they just um, were in, in NASDAQ. I mean, they're what called the unicorn of the Middle East. And what their mindset is, we're going to do an, like an Uber for buses, for motor coaches. So they're in Brazil, they're, they're, they want to enter different markets. And it's telling you how technology is being applied for the bus industry that it was neglected. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of things and a lot of changes coming up soon. I mean, this industry is going to change tremendously in, in the next three, three, I wouldn't say five, three years. And if you don't get ahead of the trend and you don't have the app, you don't have your GPS tracking, you don't have ways to communicate uh, a chat online on, with your customers. I mean, people today want to be everything easy. I mean, it's not, yeah, you can have a really nice bus, but if I can book a ticket and it's a, it's hell to do that, I'm going to try with someone else. You know, it's like one, two click um, situation today. So these companies are going, if you don't step up, you're going to be out. If you don't modernize and you don't apply technology, that's it. Because today companies are more technology companies than actual companies, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I completely get that. The one, two click is definitely helpful when it comes to transport. Uh, as I say, when I was in Brazil, it's just in 2015, you were booking your, your your tickets on your phone. You took your phone. The guy would scan your phone or just check your phone for the ticket. I came back to the UK in 2017. I had to print off my bus pass. Hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's there, there, so many of us are so used to, as you say, that one, two click, let's get on with it. Let's not mess around. It needs to be easy. It needs to be simple. It needs to be there. Um, it's great that you've got that mind. You've got that, that, that real focus, particularly for Red Coach, in order to change the industry. Uh, or the sector for, for coaches and transport and hopefully reinvigorate the way that these businesses are really seeing the type of service and, and the way they deliver it to their customers. Yeah, and it's if you look into the the industry in general, this is only 5% of the mode of transportation in all the country. 5%. It's uh, 320 million people. It's only 5%, which is... It tells you how virgin the market is, how much opportunities there are there. It's very important since we started in 2010 and now 2022, it's a new generation now. It's the millennials, are, the Gen Z are more willing to try new things. They, are not, they don't have this mindset of bus travel that their parents would have and, or grandparents, you know. So I feel like that's given a lot of opportunity for this grow to be more radical and rapid because they don't care. They just get me something that it's okay. And if it has amazing seats, great, but it has to be affordable. They see a lot of the value. 
but they don't they don't have any preconcepts and things like that. They just, you know, if it works, the schedule works, the seat is nice, the bus is clean, it's on time, it's affordable, that's it, you know. So that's gonna make all these new trends to to go more quickly because of new generations um, embracing it. Absolutely. And I really look forward to seeing your journey over the next few years and uh, Red Coaches uh, flourish because it really sounds like, uh, you know, you're, you're on the on the right road uh, there using as many puns as I possibly could do. Uh, Florencia, thank you ever so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. And um, it's a pleasure. And I look forward to talk to you on another time. That was Florenza Cirigliano, uh, the VP of Marketing and PR at Red Coach. Check out our other episodes from some of our other tech and travel leaders, as well as Hotelier's Voice on Travel Market Life. Thank you for listening. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production, serving the travel and technology industries.